Father, this world seems to be always looking for a way to sucker punch your people. Yet you deflect these same punches, or you allow them to be endured in accordance with your will. Either way, Father, may your will be done. May you continue to mold and shape us for your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Sometimes I wonder how much of an impact my Gospel Live notes make on Gab. As so many are chasing political idols instead of focusing on Christ. Disciple JJ says as someone who was regenerated just a couple short years ago and has immersed myself in his word for hours each day, your posts are a blessing to me. I am all about the truth. I believe God has given me the gift of discernment, but with so many differing views on biblical matters, it can get confusing, making me question what I believe on certain doctrines. I am extremely grateful for your notes. They resonate with me deeply. Thank you. CRN TSNRD says, I'm here, and it's interesting. He says, political idolatry, it's like loving a candidate more than Jesus Christ or the producers of it, keeping you on the edge of your seat, waiting like a vulture for meat called the news, when in fact none of that matters. My brother Peter Crosby says, they help, sir, more than you can know. Even for the people who don't interact for a long time, I have read your post. They stirred my soul and I am better for it. Wendy, our dear sister in Christ, encourages most days and says, Bless and thank you for sharing and preaching, soldier. Every day, thank you for your service. Continue to God first. People and country in Jesus Christ always. Amen. Well, amen, my Christ friends. Thank you very much for this encouragement. Thank you for not Will Smithing me this morning. Which brings us to the title of today's episode, Will Smith. Number 90, we read in Acts chapter 1 today, we start the book of Acts, verses 2 through 3, until the day in which he was taken up after he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And here we see this precipice between the physical manifestation and the spiritual manifestation of the kingdom of God. And I'm here to tell you the physical manifestation and power of this kingdom is near. Notice in verses 6 through 7, when they therefore were come together, they asked, asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Notice, to Israel. This is none other than the church. Throughout the scripture reading, we will find that the church and Israel are interchangeable, both in their Christ and Antichrist forms. We find the difference in these forms and whether or not there is substance or whether or not it is a counterfeit. It either is one or the other. 
substantive in the word of God, or it is a counterfeit that cherry picks the word of God. So notice that this language in verse 7 proves the physical manifestation of the kingdom is when the Son of Man returns in his physical power and glory in conjunction with Matthew 24. But of that day and hour, knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. It's this physical and spiritual distinction that is no doubt also seen in the baptisms of water and the Spirit. Just as we read today in the book of Exodus concerning the Exodus tabernacle, we also read about the tabernacle of believers. We just completed the book of Exodus. And it details the construction of the tabernacle that would usher in the presence of God, but not until it was complete, not until the work was finished. This same completion was required for the bodily tabernacle of believers. Jesus finished this work. He finished it on the cross, and now the Spirit of God dwells within this tabernacle of believers called the elect. As I read verses 16 through 17, Men and brethren, the scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus, for he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. So as I read this, it helps me to better understand the loss of Judas prior to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yet this mystery still remains. Speaking of the chosen, my wife and I are watching the dramatized series called The Chosen. And last night we watched the episode that covered John chapter 5, verse 6 through 7. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. I saw this interaction that was well acted out, and I wept. This man never made it to the pool that he sat by for so many years. Yet he made it to Christ while the religious walked on him. Now did his flesh meet water later? Was he baptized in water at a later time? I would highly doubt that he was not. Yet instead of worshiping the Lord for such healing and redemption, so many want to play semantics with names while misinterpreting the intent of the law. Now do you understand why they still hate the Blessed Trinity? In verse 18, John 5, 18, Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also to God that God was his Father, making himself equal with God. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. We've talked about the Sabbath keepers that want to accuse the brethren in earlier episodes. And we have also talked about those 
who confuse the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as being other than one God. But if you haven't noticed yet, the Word of God is confrontational. Very much so. But do not allow this confrontation to be confused with Will Smithing. I just saw a high school track meet, a video where a student runner caught up to the lead runner and then co-cocked him from behind. Then I read the comments from the peanut gallery and all they were yelling was, man, he just Will Smithed him. Well, at some point, we're going to have to ask ourselves, where is this Will Smith privilege coming from? Where is this worldly privilege coming from? Where does it originate? Because obviously this privilege has been transferred from this source to certain groups of people who are allowed to commit crimes without consequence. And it is this type of behavior that will spread like wild fire if justice does not occur. But instead of Will Smithing others, I suggest that we concentrate on seeing others be baptized. I personally rather be baptizing people instead. But instead, what do we see? So-called hospitals are now asking men if they are pregnant. There's a redstate.com article entitled Hospitals are Starting to Ask Men if They're Pregnant. I read this stuff and I think, what in the literal hell? I would walk out of that hospital and I'd rather die. Peter Crosby replies, says, you and me both, brother. How could they possibly care for me if they would ask such a stupid question? Well, thankfully, not all are asking stupid questions like these. Thankfully, KJR0305 says, question for you. I had told my sister I would like to get baptized again. She said her pastor told her not to, as that was like stating the first one was void. I thought that to be a very odd thing. Well, my sister, I suppose we would have to understand whether or not the first baptism was biblical or not. We find the biblical baptism exampled in Acts chapter 8, verse 35 through 38. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water, and doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. So here we see the example of full immersion water baptism. And I also like the distinction that the eunuch made in his declaration of faith when he said, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. The Father isn't the Son of God. Therefore, the Father is not Jesus Christ. And we'll come back to that here in a minute. So if one has not been water baptized in this manner, I would encourage it to be redone. Why? To be a public testimony and profession of faith to our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ called the church. Baptism water in spirit on Gab is the username says Philip baptized in the power of Jesus name, not titles 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Well, baptism, water, and spirit, I baptize in accordance with Matthew 28, 19. Go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now, many want to make this a point of contention. However, the point I will make is that the Son of God is Jesus. Do not negate the power of the Father, nor the power of the Holy Spirit in baptism. Negating the power of the Holy Spirit is unforgivable blasphemy. Baptism, water, and spirit replies and says, it says in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That name is Yahshua, translated Jesus. He goes on, the apostles who were present with Jesus in Matthew 28, all baptized in Jesus' name, water baptism in Jesus' name is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism in Jesus' name. And I replied to this gab user again, the name of the Father is not Jesus. The scripture is clear on this. Elijah replies what they laughed and says, sounds like one of those delusional apostolics who believe the Father and Son and Holy Ghost are the same person. And he goes on, he says, their salvation isn't dependent upon faith in Christ, but upon whether or not someone else is baptized in their water by them. And he says, essentially, the person who baptizes them is their mediator and not Christ. Amen. We got to be careful about reading into the scripture what is not there. And the scripture is clear that Jesus is the Son of God. The Father is not the Son of God. The Father is not Jesus Christ. Amber Boiler says, My favorite piece of advice for people who disagree with something God says is change your mind. Pride is keeping many from enjoying his presence. And I agree, there's so many that are caught up in their denominational talking points that read into Scripture, it becomes pride. And what you speak of concerning the change of one's mind, that is called repentance, my sister. So, amen. Andrew, are you ever invited to preach at churches in America? Nope. Why is that? Because I preach repentance and I defy idolization of the Antichrist. And that means taking up your cross. That means denying yourself, as Jared Sparks posts today. He says, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. As he quotes Jesus. And then he says, love yourself, lay down your cross, and follow the desires of your heart. The world, the flesh, and the devil. And I will include my brother Jared, your denomination, as you follow your denominational talking points. Yet we know that 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through 17 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Now do you understand why the word of God must be confrontational? And even more so as the hobbit who has on Gab writes in response and says, I suggest it's more than confrontational. 
I suggest the Word of God is the most offensive book ever written. It's so offensive to the sinful nature in every single one of us. It reveals our complete unholiness, shines the light on our unworthiness, and lays plain our wretchedness for all to see. The Word of God makes it clear that God is I am and that we are I am not. The Bible reveals our desperate, hell-bound nature and proves that there is no working our way out of the consequences of our sin. Yet God's holy word is, is also a prescription from the great physician, which gives us a way to be healed of our sinfulness, a way to be redeemed from the gallows through the salvation of Jesus Christ, VIA, the repentance of sin and the placing of faith in him, our king. No wonder the Lord asked the man at the pool, do you want to be healed? This was a direct conversation between this man and God. Through Jesus Christ, there was no other mediator, no other talking point, not the water of the pool, Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. So amen, my brother, the hobbit who has well said, keep looking to him, my brother, and keep up the good fight. Verse 11, Acts chapter 1 which also said, you men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall come in like manner, as you have seen him going into heaven. True News had posted on Gab and Twitter today, 2 Peter 3.10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. This is never to be confused with the beam-me-up Scotty's secret pre-rapture. Razor on Gab says pre-rapture. Never heard anything like that. There's the rapture, and then there's the second coming of Jesus, quite plainly different and not secret and not pre. The rapture, my friend Razor, occurs at the second coming of Christ. There is one last trump, the uber prot replies and says, I believe the second coming is known as the parosia. Hope I spelled that right. Well, I hope I said it right. Regardless, I know exactly what you're speaking about. I know exactly what Greek you are referencing. And this person says, we get the whole enchilada at one time. And you are absolutely right. Honky Kong on Gab says, research John Darby Nelson, who created the satanic fabricated idea of the rapture it's not real though i don't think it makes any difference to salvation just try not to be too heartbroken when all the christians don't ever disappear and are dragged into the meat grinder of satan's new world order with everyone else we know this to be called the tribulation and he quotes for false christs and false prophets will arise and will do great miracles and wonders insomuch that it were possible the very elect should be deceived. And yeah, my brother, if you get the rapture wrong, it's definitely not something to will Smith, another brother or sister in Christ over, that is for sure. And speaking of Will Smith, I think we might be getting Will Smith by Russia soon on gas prices. I see where Disclosed TV posts, Justin Putin, unfriendly countries must pay for Russian gas and rubles from April 1st. 
Russia will halt gas contracts if buyers don't pay in rubles. So did I hear someone say something about sanctions? Because I think that we're getting ready to feel them. I think that we're getting ready to be Will Smith by them. Psalm 90. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world. Even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Thou turnest man to destruction and sayest return, you children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past. And as a watch in the night, thou carriest them away as with a flood. They are as sleep in the morning. They are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins, in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is it is their strength, labor, and sorrow. For it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad in all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us, and the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. And establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. I pray that this episode of Gospeled was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.